Welcome to the International Perspective Podcast. I am your host, Daniel Munoz. This is an on-course production where we discuss the success stories, mindsets, and challenges of international students in order to better prepare you in your own journey. All right, thank you everybody for joining us. Um, today we have a very nice guest with us. Her name is Dima and I'll um, let her introduce herself. So hello Dima, how are you doing? Hi Daniel, thank you for having me. I'm doing great. Um, and hello everyone, thank you for joining. As Daniel said, my name is Dima Abdo and I'm an international student or was an international student um, here in the United States. I'm happy to be sharing with you all a little bit about my experience as an international student and how all of that was like. Um, so a little bit about myself. I am originally from Syria, but I was born and raised in Dubai. Um, so I have a little bit of background from both. And then I came to the United States in 2015 for school um, and I went to the University of Rochester. So I've been in the U.S. for uh, about five years now, and it's been a wonderful experience, but definitely lots, uh, lots of ups and downs and, and lots to learn from. I'm definitely not the same person that I was when I first came. And, um, you know, it, it's been a long and, and great journey for sure. Oh yeah, that's that's for sure. I mean, every time that uh, that I talk with someone on this this podcast, right? Like they're always uh, bringing up this aspect of how much you get to change just by uh, being here in the, in the U.S. or being here, interacting with so many people, being exposed sure. to so many different ideas, right? So I'm mm -hmm. really excited to to hear a little bit more about that. And you know, could you like maybe you know tell us a little bit about uh, your academic background? You know, what was it like to be at the university, right? You mentioned like ups and downs, right? So what was that like? Absolutely. Um, so I joined, uh, like I said, in the class of 2019. So my, uh, my first semester was in 2015 and I came straight um, from Dubai to the US. So it was my first time ever um, in, in the United States and I was super excited. You know, it's the, the country everyone dreams of visiting and coming and it was just like a dream come true for me really um, at that moment. And so I, uh, I joined, I, you know, went to, landed in New York City and, and drove with my sister all the way um, to Rochester and, and she helped me settle in. And it was, it was just like, up until that like orientation week, it was all like still surreal. I, I like didn't, you know, realize it was happening when I was in New York City. I'm in New York. I'm in the college. I'm settling into my dorm. I was like, oh, my God, this is really happening. Um, but definitely after I started getting to know um, people and meeting, you know, my I met my roommate who now is one of my closest best friends. And so um, so she was my freshman roommate and we stayed friends throughout college. So once I started getting to know people and meeting my friends, my my hallmates um, and all of that, it, it definitely became, you know, started becoming more real, but also more exciting because I started feeling more comfortable and all these thoughts about, you know, being in a completely different place um, with a different, you know, culture and all of that was, was really um, not a worry anymore to me to some extent because I felt like everyone around me, you know, they're all like me. They're very interested in me. They're actually, you know, intrigued by my background and want to hear more. So that sort of really um, helped me integ integrate and be like more to be more excited to see what's what's to come. Um, so that was, you know, all first couple of weeks, all these mixed emotions happening and settling in. And so I started by 
doing, I was doing, I think, economic, I changed my major a couple of times, <laughs> disclaimer, but I started with economics, I believe. Um, and then, you know, during orientation, there was a lot of, you can do a double major, you can mm-hmm. do uh, like a million things. And they like always really brag about that at the University of Rochester. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I was like, wow, there's this whole list to choose from. This is exciting. <laughs> and so um, I, I switched to business and then I did business and film at a point. But then finally I graduated with a dual degree in business and political science. So a little bit of switching here and there, but um, that was the final thing I stuck with. And it it was a great um, combination for sure. I'm, you know, very passionate about politics. And so that was a good, good addition. Yeah, no, that's great. And I mean, like I can totally relate to that. Uh, thing that you were mentioning earlier of like coming to the u.s being like okay like i'm here it's happening like i don't know how it even happened (laughs) exactly but it's like actually (laughs) happening and like i'm seeing all of these different things i'm coming to the u.s like it feels like i'm in a movie right (laughs) especially like when i i landed in your in uh, times square like not in times square i landed in new york city Uh so we did a little bit of you know touring around and i was like i'm in times square like i've only seen this in the movies like oh my god (laughs) yeah it's so surreal and now i live in new york city so (laughs) (laughs) yeah so there you go you know uh, making things happen yeah yeah and I'm, i'm curious like um what like made you want to sort of like uh switch uh, into political science as one of your majors? Absolutely. So when I first started, um, I knew that I wanted to do something with econ business. Um, I know I had that mindset. I And I've always, you know, wanted, um, you know, wanted to, to have that ex- sort of experience. So that was set in my mind. I just switched from econ to business because um, of, you know, some classes, <laughs> not, not yeah. to, to be frank. And then also just because I was more interested in the, in the business um, yeah. management area than, than the, the boring stuff of econ. <laughs> and then <laughs> political science, I actually did. Um, I started my, my political science major during my second semester of sophomore year. And what drove me to that is my internship at the office of the attorney general. So I, like I said before, I was always I'm really passionate about politics and I was looking for a summer internship and I found this opportunity in Rochester um, to be like a mediator for the civil, uh, not for the civil, (laughs) a mediator for the consumer frauds uh, department in Rochester and the attorney general's office. So that sounded like super cool. Um, Mm -hmm. And it really was, it was one of the best experiences I've had. I did that whole summer um, as a volunteer intern and you know met an amazing people you know worked with uh, attorneys directly with with really uh, incredible people that I'm still like very close with now and that you know volunteer internship turned into a paid position and I stayed working there until I graduated so you know that short summer internship turned into like a two and a half three year job for me and I really um learned a lot and so just working in there and in that department really encouraged me to take on the political science major i thought i would like Mm. learn a little bit more and just have that background um so yeah that's how i i jumped into it and i'm i'm very happy i did it was it was definitely a good um choice yeah no that's great and i mean sounds like a very edifying um sort of experience yeah i mean uh, after spending two and a half years there like 
now I'm guessing you're having a lot more of like experience and knowledge about what it is like being there. So, you know, for people who might have not, mm-hmm. you know, had the chance of, of doing that, like what, what is it like uh, working there and like sort of like being involved uh, with all of these different things and interacting with all of these different people? Um, for sure. I mean, it, it was a, to, to start with, it, it was a really rewarding experience because mm. You know, working, you know, a lot of people <laughs> always make fun of like working in a government agency and all of that. But for me, it was it was really awesome because I got to uh, like talk to people directly, like talk. Mm. We called them consumers or like, you know, the actual public or right. citizens of New York. Right. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I got to you know work with them directly one on one, mostly over the phone, but sometimes they come in person and really help them with their problems, regardless of how small or big they are. And so that to me was very rewarding because I felt like I was really making a difference in someone's life, even though it's, you know, a small, tiny difference, getting them a refund of $10 from, you know, McDonald's or like helping them with something bigger that uh, issue that they had with their car. Like it was just a really rewarding experience and it helped me realize what I want to do, you know, um, in the future and that that's something that I definitely want to, want to have. And, you know, something I want to make sure is in my career, you know, just being able to work directly with people, helping them, you know, making a difference in their lives, regardless of, of how, where, or when, but that's, that's something for sure. I, I know I want to do. Um, yeah. And so just a little bit of background so that you guys can put it into context and, and you can understand a little bit more. Um, yeah. What we did at the, at the Consumer Frauds Bureau was basically help people with any sort of problem that they had that's related to consumer frauds. <laughs> and so like, for example, if you went to like um, a car dealership and you bought a car and like uh, you had some issues with with it or you felt like the dealer the dealership really you know, frauded you or like caused you any problems or something like right. that and you weren't able to resolve it with them directly you would reach out to you know the the attorney generals and and seek help that way and so when when a complaint is being filed a mediator like myself you know jumps in and, and tries to solve the problem so that's how i got to work with people directly and and you know make a little bit of a difference <laughs> right no totally and you know when it comes to sort of like mediating yeah. uh, conversations between people right like uh, how, how do you think that experience sort of like um, helped you because it i don't know from my experience just being in groups and you know interacting with lots of different people that have um sometimes different agendas, different perspectives, so on and yeah. so forth, right? Like it can sometimes be hard to to keep the conversation going and keep it civil, right? So what was that like for you? I mean, it was definitely challenging um, for a lot of times. Um, thankfully, you know, I, I at the end of the day, I am trying to help them. So a lot of people were nice and, you know, you, you do have like great conversations. People are very grateful. Um, for the work that we do and and you know you get to meet really nice people but then there are also always you know the angry civilians or like the, <laughs> the frustrated people or or you know I don't know all sort all all kinds of of things um, and I think that was a big learning experience for me especially mm-hmm. being international like just being mm-hmm. able to take that in understand that and and you know, <laughs> try to try to stay civil, like you said. Um, so it takes a little bit of patience, but it's definitely something that I, I feel like every person should go through sometime in their life to be to have that experience. So you know, some sometimes I I had to like 
mute myself and take a deep breath. Sometimes I had to like, you know, uh, transfer the call to my colleague because it was too much for me, like things like that. But, you know, you, you learn and, and you grow and it's definitely something that has helped me become, you know, the, the person I am today. <laughs> yeah, no, that's great. And like uh, earlier you were mentioning, you know, having that uh, sort of like international right. perspective <laughs> and how that uh, sort of like helped you a little bit with, with the way mm-hmm. in which you were handling things. So can you like maybe speak a little bit on that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, just in, in general, like my background, uh, growing up in Dubai, it's a very diverse place. And so mm. I'm, I love meeting new people and, you know, ta- trying different things, learning different things about different cultures mm-hmm. in general. Um, but, but in terms of like me being international, like I, it, it takes like, I don't know how to say it, but understanding that you're different sometimes and being okay with mm-hmm. it is a big thing. Mm-hmm. And it took some time, but, but eventually I got to that stage where, you know, I, I won't feel, you know, offended if, if someone immediately notices, you know, that I'm different or says something that, you know, might be offensive to, to others right. or like maybe to me in the beginning, but then, um, but then changes. So it, it, it takes a little bit of getting to used to, but, but I got to the point where, you know, working with a, a big diverse group of people and just interacting with lots and lots and lots of people helped me eventually like be okay with who I am and like with my differences. And, um, and, you know, instead of feeling different, no, instead like cherish it and be proud of it. Like right. a lot of the times talking to people on the phone, they'll be like, where are you from? You have an accent. Like you're not even American. Like, what are you doing helping me? Or like things like that, that like, you know, mm-hmm. people throw at you, but, but at the end of the day, you, you just got to learn to, to be okay with it and know that, you know, that <laughs> it's not something that's wrong with, with <laughs> who you are, but it's just, you know, right. you're, you're instead educating more people and, and, and that way and integrating, but it was definitely, um you know a journey and uh, a learning experience like i yeah. said <laughs> yeah no i mean and, and that's the thing right and I, and I feel like one very key takeaway there is this aspect of letting yourself uh, be be exposed to you know different challenges different mm-hmm. opportunities and sort of like saying yeah like yes i'm going to take on this opportunity exactly. for the internship and then on top of that saying like oh yeah maybe it was uncomfortable at the beginning mediating helping people and stuff like that but i'm going to continue this for the next two years right and and saying those things and and really going for it i think like really speaks to that aspect of in a way sort Mm -hmm. of like ambition and and trying to make the best out of out of the experience and and the time that you are able to to spend here in a way right And and i mean that's really important because as an international student just from the moment you arrive, you're out of your comfort zone. And so it is mm-hmm. so important for you to be able to be okay with being uncomfortable and instead like, you know, put yourself in those situations, like put yourself out there and try different things, meet new people. You know, that's the, that's the way you're going to really discover who you, who you are and, and really grow. Um, and, you know, sort of, that's what I did. Uh, I like, like you said, I, you know, maybe at times I was like, Oh, this is too much for me, but I, I stuck around. I did different things. I joined a million different clubs, did a million different extracurriculars. And just so that I can, you know, learn about different people and and grow and 
seize every opportunity because you never, you know, as an, <laughs> are, you just want to tr try different things and, and really um, seize every opportunity that comes your way for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and I feel like, you know, that, that goes for everybody in general. Uh, but also, you know, as you're saying, you know, some, sometimes you're just put in that position where you're already in an mm -hmm. uncomfortable situation, right? So, so why, why not just go ahead, take that extra step, go ahead and try and, and grow right. a little bit more and put yourself in more, more situations. I mean, for me, when I first came to, to the university, right, I was coming from, from a high school where I basically spent uh, all the years from kindergarten all of the way to high school, right? So I basically didn't have to engage too much in, in this aspect of like, oh, there's this like totally random yeah. person in the <laughs> dining hall. Let me just like talk with them. <laughs> Right. I, I, and for me, like that, that was like a, one of, of the big steps that I took, right? Just sort of saying, you know what, let's just go ahead and, and, and talk with yeah. this person. Or let me go and get ahead and like get involved with like 10 different right. clubs. Like, sure, I might, I might drop some <laughs> later on, but I'm, I'm still meeting people and, you know, I'll see them around the campus uh, from time to time. Yeah, I mean, so, sometimes you just got to be that person that uh you know goes up to people can i join your group or something like that because uh, you you can find yourself you know alone at times and it's up to you to mm -hmm. you know change that and and go out of your way to to meet new people and make friends so oh yeah and, and i feel like that is touching on a really important aspect for for people in general mm -hmm. but also may may perhaps for international students sometimes it's also hard to consider this aspect of well you might be you know, one of very few of your country uh, in the place where you're mm -hmm. at, be at the city, be at the university. Uh, and so you also have to sort of like learn that skill of going out and reaching out to people, meeting new people uh, and all of that. Like, I don't know what, um, what your experience has been like for you. Yeah, for sure. Um, when I, when I first came, I, I honestly didn't think about it. Like I, I wasn't, I didn't start, you know, my, my freshman year thinking, oh, I wonder how many Syrians are here. Mm -hmm. But eventually that grew on me, right? I became curious. Um, but it was, it's really funny because during orientation, uh, me and like, I think we were, there was this um, freshman party, I think, or, or some mm -hmm. kind of like, um, not a party, but that, that thing they throw uh, in, in the middle of the quad. And yeah, oh, party yeah, in the quad. That that's it. <laughs> so <laughs> that um, during orientation, and I was with like all, like my roommates and some hallmates of mine, and mm -hmm. we were just you know having fun, and then this random guy, you know, joins our group. He's like, "Can I you know join you guys?" And we were like, "Okay." And then we get to talking, and you know, give or take, he's from Syria, and so <laughs> I was like, "What are the odds?" I've been like here for two weeks, and I met a Syrian. Like that's crazy. <laughs> But, you know, after, you know, a while, we realized that we're, we're like one of, I think it was four people total, four or five total Syrians in the entire um, university. And so super, we were super excited to have each other. We were even the same year. Um, but, you know, eventually um, things changed. People graduated people transferred and so at at one point I was like one of two only on on campus oh. and you know in the beginning you don't think it's a big deal but um it's sort of you know is is sad and you you definitely miss um the culture and, and miss you know having people around that are 
from from your country and just you know a, a whiff of of your home mm-hmm. but um but for sure like at at a stage where like I you know lost the people I knew that were Syrians that I you know went out of out of my way to meet like after I guess tra- uh, like backtracking after I mm-hmm. met um the the person during freshman orientation I was like oh this is interesting like what if there are more people here and then so I started going yeah. out of my way to like investigate and try to to find other people <laughs> and so I met I met a couple more and so it was is really exciting for me that way but then eventually when you know like I said um it, I was one of like two it it was sad but it was also a way for me to think like oh my god like i need to represent my country like i need to you know be great i need to be like um like continue to like speak about syria and spread awareness and like make sure that you know after i graduate it's not like you know non existent anymore they don't take down the flag and it's just not a country <laughs> in, on campus yeah. anymore so so it it sort of grew on me that way and i started you know taking the fact that I'm one of very few to, to use it in a positive way and to, to raise awareness and to tell, um, you know, I cook for my friends, like Arabic food, like do things like that. And, you know, um, just cherish that culture. Oh yeah. <laughs> like I, I can like really relate to that. Um, yeah, sure. Like there might be you know, a fair amount of, uh, of Mexicans or people from um, with Mexican yeah. descendants. Right. Uh, but, but still like, just as you were saying, like this aspect of, of the food, right. maybe the language, uh, so on and so forth, like it, it just makes you want to really just remember it sometimes and, and experience yeah. it again, even if it's not necessarily the same, but it's just like, oh, I remember, like I was cooking this with my grandma exactly. like, back in the day, and that was a lot of fun. Yeah, and you know, you'd be surprised uh, how interested people are in learning more about your culture. Mm-hmm. And that's something I found really um, nice. Like people, were very interested, very excited to try Arabic food when I cooked it, very um, intrigued about things like they would ask questions, like things like that. And that I found like very um, endearing and very mm-hmm. nice and made me even more proud of, of where I come from. Oh yeah, that, that's very true. And also, you know, what were you were saying earlier of like, oh, well, you know, maybe I'd be, I might be one of the few or uh, also this aspect of like, oh, they might be like talking about uh, us in a different light and, and stuff like that like well I, I gotta show that you know not everything has to be the way things are portrayed right like right you can be a very hard-working person you can be someone who's like doing a lot of positive things right like a mediating conversation between <laughs> consumers and uh, right. and companies like any little thing that you do right that can really uh, show and, and make that difference between what what people perceive Exactly. And, you know, like you said, especially what's going on in the media, like you, you got to go out of your way to show people, <laughs> you know, actually we're nice people and, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, we're, we're not like as bad as, as um, they're making us seem. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, yeah, some, sometimes it might be the media and like uh, the, the portrayals and sometimes it's just like, well, you know what, like I really want to make, a difference just uh, mm-hmm. just by myself right and right for sure I, I mean to me like that that speaks in the in the aspect of of motivation and like really feeling like you know what like I want to pursue some sort of path where not only am I you know helping myself by getting mm-hmm. a job or whatever but you know as I'm going through I'm also you know helping some people along the way absolutely um yeah you know honestly like the four years in college is 
they they pass they you know they are way more important than you think they are when when you're mm -hmm. in them you know um <laughs> now reflecting back i think they're they were one of the most important years of my life and and really um you know i know it's it might sound cheesy or dramatic but really like are the the ones that made me who i am today like really helped mm -hmm. me grow and discover myself as a person and so to everyone who's listening, <laughs> definitely take advantage of those years if you're still in college and, and try to make the best out of them for sure. Yeah. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, and for you, like, uh, what what makes you sort of like um, want to, you know, to, to persevere, to sort of like keep on going, right? Because I, I think earlier we were talking about this aspect of, in a way, not everything can be under your control, right? Like sometimes, uh, policies can come in yeah. or they can change and stuff uh, and so on and so forth i know earlier for example in this year even they were considering sort of like changing how because of the pandemic how they were going to manage certain policies for international students, yeah right? that was awful and, <laughs> yeah and, and and sometimes like that that can really change like uh, someone's plan and, and what they might be expecting out, out of life and uh it's you know, you have to develop that resilience mm -hmm. to actually be able to overcome those, uh, you know, those challenges. So, so for you, like, wh where does that sort of like resilience, where does that motivation sort of like come from? Honestly, um, it's something I, I've had to develop over time. Like, you, mm -hmm. you can't imagine the times where, you know, I was so close to giving up or like, you know, mm -hmm. finding it really difficult to just be here or you know not finding myself but but the situations I've I've gone through made me realize that or made me realize that giving up is is only showing people that or you know showing everyone or the people who I feel attacked by that I'm weak and mm -hmm. and that's something that I didn't want I wanted to to be strong I wanted to show you know um to to one aspect you know I guess one of the big let, let me just backtrack because I feel like I'm all mm -hmm. over the place here you know one oh, of the good. big things that affected my years in college um, was the travel ban that was implemented after President Trump was elected mm -hmm. and so being from Syria and having a Syrian passport that really affected me because Syria was like on top of the, the travel ban list like I wasn't able mm -hmm. to travel I you know what wasn't um, you know, I didn't know what my my future looked like in the country. Didn't know when I was mm -hmm. going to see my family next, and and it did, you know, impact me. I wasn't able to see my my mother for the next for three years after after yeah. that ban was was implemented. So it was a very difficult time for me, and a lot of uncertainty uncertainty. Mm -hmm. um, in the sense, you know, like you said, you never know what comes tomorrow. Like if there's a ban today, you know, I you know I could easily get deported tomorrow. Like who's who's to know what and so it was a very difficult time and that's I think one of the the most um challenging what was one of the most challenging things I had to endure in college like going through that and and continuing on even though I know that it could it could at any day like end all my hard work everything that I'm doing it could be taken away from me by something that is not in my control but you know, with everything going on and the media and all of that, it just, after a while, it just made me feel really angry. And I tried to channel that anger, like I said before, into showing everyone around me that, you know what, 
I'm a good person and I don't deserve that, right? Like to show people who might, you know, be thinking, oh, maybe this ban is a good thing or like who, who aren't mm-hmm. sure, you know, what's going on about the politics to actually show them that, no, this is, this is not, you know, something that's right. Or, you know, these, you can't judge people based on where they come from and things like that. And so I, mm-hmm. I, I tried to start channel, channeling that anger or that, you know, um, fear or sadness into, mm-hmm. into doing something to make a difference, you know, that be, you know, raising awareness about these policies, you know, talking to different people, even just having conversations with, with people who aren't really aware about about all of that um, felt really helped me just you know my friends who are Americans and maybe those things don't affect them too much you know I went out of my way to make sure that you know they stay up to date they know who is it affecting what how is it affecting and things like that and so mm-hmm. I really feel like that made me stronger and that made, it helped me keep going because otherwise if I was just I stayed in that a dark hole of, you know, thinking about what's coming tomorrow or all of that. I wouldn't, you know, have been able to make it, but, but channel channeling that energy into something good um, is definitely what, what really helped me get through it. Oh yeah, for sure. And and I think that that is like another great takeaway for anybody listening, right? You don't have to be international student to sort of like uh, take that with you, mm-hmm. that aspect of sure. There might be, difficult situations that appear and challenges that you face, right? But you can take that emotion, that frustration, that uh, uncertainty, that anxiety and channel it into a positive direction because if you don't do that, then things are not going to get better, right? So even if it's a little thing, you can do the things that are in your power to move in that positive direction. And at the same time, like even if things were to go into that uh, what you might call like a catastrophic mm-hmm. uh, direction even if things go that way you still have all of that experience with you you still have all of those um, thoughts and experiences that have made you uh, be the person that you are you still have them with you right which means that you can then channel all of that plus the experience and and the resilience mm-hmm. that you, that you uh, developed into positive directions uh you know beyond just um what might have happened right, right. Or, or that catastrophic um, situation exactly and you know it's it's never too late like you can whatever happened you can always um pick up the pieces and and keep going and and that's mm-hmm. um really important to to have that in your mind that it's you know whatever happened it's not the end of the world it's there's always a way to move forward and to me, honestly, like that made me really, really passionate about just the subject in general and about mm. everything that's going on. Like that, that anger that I had before now it turned into passion. And I even like people, you know, people notice it because mm. I speak about it, um, you know, in, in a, in a way that shows that I really care and I really, right. um, it, it really matters to me. And, you know, that at, at some point, maybe I guess in the, in the past was, was yeah, anger, frustration. Um, but, but it made me, you know, realize how important it is. And so it's, it's definitely a, a good experience, or I, I would like to think of it as a, a good um, journey that I had to go through because it made me realize the importance of this, this topic and the importance of really raising awareness about it. Um, especially in, in a country like the United States, that's like very powerful and very big where people don't really are always aware of, of you know, what's going on in abroad. Yeah. Or, or even inside the, the own country. Right. right? Yeah. Like 
there, there's a lot of, uh, of of uncertainty that happens, uh, and then you know I feel like oftentimes um, you know sometimes people might not be understanding them uh, each other, and you know sort of like we go back to this aspect of uh, of mediation, right? And sort of like really uh, being able to have those conversations with people that you know they might have a different background, they might have a different story, and they also have right. overcome challenges, and they have also. Uh, had their own experiences and in the end like you know we're we're all human right and we get to really you know dive deep and talk with people and sort of like relate with people in in more more ways than just where exactly and you know at the end of the day yeah we're all different people but you know we go through the same experiences the same Mm -hmm. challenges and that's very important to think about because that's how we can be there for each other and regardless where you're from or um you know where your friends are from we're all one at the end of the day and it's just really important to to think of it that way instead of focusing on the differences oh yeah absolutely and and i mean that that thing that you're saying right there um i i can really relate to that um i mean for me i i've been I faced a loss of a lot once. Uh, my, my mother passed away when I was uh, around eight years old. And, you know, I, I bring this up because uh, I've been able to to empathize with, with people who have um, have lost loved ones, be, be it because of uh, different situations in their life, right? And uh, it's just as you were saying, right? Like when you, when you face loss, when you face dif- different uh, sort right. of emotions, you, you really realize that yeah like this person like they, they might be different in one way or another but they're also mm-hmm. human and they're also able to feel those sort of same sort of emotions yeah exactly i'm i'm really sorry to hear about that but it, but you know it, it's it's true like you said you you don't know who you you talk to that has been has gone through the same thing that you have and you guys you know you can connect on that and just understand each other that way um and yeah, I mean, just put it, putting yourself out there and meeting other people and, 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 you know, sharing your feelings and, and your journey is, is important, you know, something hopefully we're, we're doing today, <laughs> um, to, to really, um, ha- help people understand that, right? Like we're, we're all at the end of the day, similar and, um, and it's, it's always good to learn from others. Yeah. And, you know, speaking about, learning from others and sort of like moving in this positive direction. Um, I'm curious, right? Like how, how does someone, you know, do that or sort of like engage in that, in that positive direction in your opinion, you know, once, uh, once they're in college, but also maybe once they mm-hmm. are out of college, you know, sort of like engaging with people, going to like restaurants, like, yeah. I, I don't know. Uh, what do you think? Um, I've always, <laughs> I'm a person, I'm a, I consider myself an extrovert um, to some extent mm-hmm. for sure. And I mean, I'm, I'm always one to just love talking to strangers and, and random people. And my friends sometimes even make fun of me. They think I, I'll be like <laughs> talking to my kidnapper one day or like talking to someone who's going to like, you know, attack me and I'm just being really friendly. So, <laughs> so I'm, I'm always, um, you know, I'm just naturally comfortable with with you know talking to people you know um Mm -hmm. that that i see on the street or on the subway or or anything like that but i say in and just in in college and in your professional life after you graduate it's just really important to 
take those opportunities, right? Like that's the one way, like, you know, not everyone is okay with you going up to a random person at a restaurant or on the subway and talking to them. And that's fine. But when you get opportunities, like, you know, going to events in college or, you know, um, you know, joining a club or, you know, things that uh, like, like, like opportunities that you can um, grab and really engage in, like, why not? Like during work, you know, when you start at a new company or, or things like that, like going to social events, like signing up for volunteering, like things like that. Like I, I always encourage you to do as much as possible, as much as you uh, go out of your comfort zone, as much as you can. And, and that's the way, you know, you, you grow yourself, you really, um, you know, become a, become a, a better person and a more diverse person. And, and just in general, like, maybe that's not something you want to do, but it's okay to have tried. Like maybe I, you know, joined the bowling club at work, but then I realized, you know, I hate bowling and that's okay. Like, I don't have to, I'm not saying like continue to do these things, even if you feel like you, you hate them or you're not interested in them, but try, like always give yourself that opportunity to, to have tried things and then make an informed decision, you know, after being in that situation and so that's what I always try to do like I always jump at any opportunity that comes my way I always sometimes you know after I got a little bit of comfortable at work I started you know planning things myself like planning happy hours like reaching out to people to go to lunch like Mm. you know senior leaders like some people are very more friendly than you think they are and they would always um, be, be happy to like mentor you take take you out tell you more about their experiences and and always take that opportunity for sure oh, oh yeah for sure and, and i mean i feel like uh this this really reminds me of um of a little bit of uh the conversation that i had with vlad a couple of weeks ago uh this aspect of looking for opportunities and in a way the the serendipity that comes from you know just engaging with people having tried some things and as you were saying right like oh like you're reaching out to right. some senior person and but suddenly they're just like talking to you about exactly. their life and you know, like telling you like, oh, you should be like on the lookout mm-hmm. for this. Or actually, let me uh, tell you about this other person that you might be interested in. Exactly. With. You never know what those connections or where those connections take you. And it's, you know, it's always just good to have them and to to keep um, learning from people who have experienced so much more than you have. You know, all these mm-hmm. um, folks, you know be it you know in school or or in the professional world like they've gone through a lot and it's it's always useful to to see to hear about their experiences and learn from them as as you you know carve your career path yeah i mean that's so true and and i feel like it might be even doubly so true for Mm -hmm. international students in a way because you know when you come here to the to the u.s like it's very often the case that you don't know anyone Right. So, so you're coming in and like, it's a, it's a mm-hmm. blank slate. Like you don't know anyone. And, you know, a, a lot of, um, of the ways in which you're able to, you know, have opportunities for meeting new people or job opportunities or just interesting things that might present themselves. A lot of the ways in which that happens is through just connecting with people and just engaging with them. Right. And, and if you're coming in and you don't know anyone, like that can be mm-hmm. a little bit daunting because you don't know who even right. to reach out to but at the same time it's also an opportunity because it means there's so many exactly new people to, to yeah make and, learn from. and and you know for international students specifically like something i've and I, I know i've said it a million times but people are 
more interested than you think in hearing about your background and then learning mm -hmm. about your culture. And so embrace that really like it, I can, you know, talk about Syria forever. And like, <laughs> I felt at work, like people would ask me millions of questions. Like they're very excited. Like they want to see photos. They want to see. So like, like don't feel, you know, shy or embarrassed to, to embrace and be proud of where you, uh, where you come from. You know, people are, I mean, most people are really uh, excited to learn learn new things and and get to know you in, in that sort of aspect and not just, you know, the, the professional person you are, but learn really where you come from and those experiences that you've had. So, you know, jump at it when, <laughs> when you can. I, I definitely do. I like, you know, talk till forever. <laughs> till someone shuts me up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I, I can totally relate to that. Like um, in Mexico, like it's very common, like say, for example, if you're going to a mm -hmm. restaurant, you might be there, uh, get there yeah. maybe at noon, and then you eat, maybe you're done by one, and then you just stay there on <laughs> talking with friends and family, <laughs> 2, 3 p.m., something like that. And like the restaurant owners are like <laughs> not picking you out, but they're also like coming to you. It's like, oh, do you want <laughs> right. anything else? Like, when are you going to leave? <laughs> and you're just talking. <laughs> yeah, I totally forget that. I totally feel that. <laughs> Yeah, and like there's even a word for really? that. Really? Like, that's how like much, yeah, that's how ingrained it that's is into so the funny. culture. <laughs> I really want to go to Mexico, yeah. I guess, now that we're talking about this. <laughs> it's on my list. <laughs> I mean, you should, yeah, I mean, you should uh, really try out the, the food. It's, uh, it's really tasty. It's, I mean, from what I've had so far, it's awesome, but I'm sure in Mexico it's 10 times better. So <laughs> I can't wait. Yeah, I mean, I've heard that's also a really good. Um, uh, food scene in texas you know so it's, it's fairly close to to uh to mexico so <laughs> okay you, you that, get to have that yeah until the travel ban is gone <laughs> <laughs> until i can travel to mexico i'll have to make do with that <laughs> yeah yeah i mean that, that that's that's one way of sort of uh overcoming that right yeah um, i know i like think i always tell my friends you know it's okay i can't travel like the United States is so big. Mm -hmm. I still have like so many states I need to visit. So mm -hmm. I'm making my way around now. Oh, that's for sure. And I mean, like, that's the other thing that I feel like is so incredible about being in the U.S. is mm -hmm. that there's just so many cultures uh, inside of the U.S. And it's like a, a very, I feel like it's a very unique place uh, where where you actually have a combination of cultures and beliefs from all over the world. Just all being combined and, and crammed into uh, different cities. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, yeah, being in New York, New York City um, in particular, it's so mm -hmm. diverse. It's like really awesome. But in general, the United States is so big and there's so much to explore. That's for sure. And I mean, maybe like um, going a little bit back to what you were saying earlier in, in regards to, you know, seeking opportunities and, mm -hmm. you know, jumping on, on everything, you know, is there something that, you know, if you're like going back to where you were starting college and all of that, yeah. is there something that you would tell sort of like your younger self uh, to sort of like look out for uh, when you're sort of like thinking about the, those four years that are going to be so important for you? Absolutely. I, I would say um, the, the one thing I wish like the, the one advice I wish um, I had when I was first starting is really, well, 
I said this, but really, you know, taking these years seriously, like mm. not taking the time that's going for granted. Um, like I wish I, I did more um, than, yeah. than what I did. I wish I like connected with more professors, like did, um, you know, m- more things just to, to develop myself and, and my, my career path. Um, but that being said, I, though the other thing that's also important is to understand that, um, to not be hard on yourself in the way that, you know, this is the end of the world. If I got a bad grade, like it's, you know, sometimes it's difficult to, to not be hard on yourself or to see things as lightly as you see them, you know, when they're like three years in the past. And so just to take a moment and, and think that, yes, I'm in a, in a tough spot at the moment. And at the moment, everything feels like it sucks, but things will get better. And, and, you know, things will, will look better. And like, you know, a year from now, this is not going to matter anymore. And, and that really helps because sometimes you uh, just, you know, it, you can go into a black hole, just being hard on yourself, being, mm. um, thinking about, you know, grades, uh, things and like, college can be overwhelming as a whole. And so mm-hmm. just to cut yourself some slack to, to think that, you know, you're doing the best that you can. Um, but at the same time, not letting yourself, you know, um, lose out on opportunities that you can, you can take. So. Yeah. And, and I feel like you're, you're really hitting the nail in the head with that <laughs> because it's, it's, it is this aspect of, of finding that balance, right? It is this aspect of, you know, you're, you're, you're saying like, like go for a lot of opportunities seek out those opportunities and those connections and all of that and then at the same time if things are not necessarily going uh that way or you know if you need a little bit of time to recharge and sort of mm-hmm. like refocus then allow yourself yeah. to do that right for sure and because in the end it, it's a long game that you're playing right it's not just one exactly sprint and you're done. yeah um and and that's the reason why i brought that up because i didn't want you know my my reiteration on you know seek out opportunities go out of your way to do things to make people feel like they have to you know juggle a million things and overwhelm themselves no you have to find that balance and and you know it's difficult to do so but but you you know you, you learn that about yourself and you discover yourself that way but sometimes it's okay to just take a day off and and, mm-hmm. and relax and and recharge yourself like you said um and to think about your long-term goals, you know, um, and, and what you want to be as a person and, and channel the energy that way. Oh, yeah, that, that's for sure. And I mean, as we are sort of like um, co- coming to the close uh, and to the wrap of, of this conversation, like, I'm wondering, like, uh, do you have anything, anything to say to sort of like students that are just beginning um, their education mm-hmm. right now? I mean, partly because, you know, we're facing this whole uh, situation that's very very tough on everyone you know not just uh, in terms of the pandemic but also uh, the general atmosphere of different conversations in the U.S. right Where there's a lot of challenges that people might right. be facing and and you know based on based on your experience based on everything that that you've uh, felt so far do, do you have anything to say to to those students be, uh, starting out college and sort of like trying to overcome those challenges that they're facing? Absolutely. I mean, first of all, I'm I'm sorry to to you know those those starting college now and and the seniors or, or um, you know everyone really because this is a very tough time to be in college mm-hmm. and it's a it's a very um, 
difficult situation that you know we're all in but particularly to those starting their journey it's it's very challenging to start it this way so um you know i'm i'm sorry that it has to be this way but the one thing i i will say is even within all of this um chaos that's going on try to make the best out of it and try to have every you know to try to turn every negative situation into something positive like um that's that's at least what i do you know any challenge you know any any challenge that you go through can creates a good story creates a good um creates something that you know makes you a better person and, and try to think of of things um that are going on or any challenges that you're facing right now like that and how you're gonna take that experience and make the best out of it that be you know I don't know, write a book about it or write a journal or write something. Um, you know, there's always a way to, to turn it into something good where, when you ref, where you can reflect back and say, you know, I don't regret this happening or I'm not, uh, um, you know, I, I, you know, don't wish things were different, but, but you put it in a good way. So that's, that's my advice. Uh, it could, it can be difficult. So stay strong and, um, you know, seek out help when you need it. That's very important. Don't, don't feel like you're, you're on your own. Like there are so many people more than, you know, going through the same thing that you are. So there it's always reach out and, and it's okay um, to need help. So, so that's something to realize. And that's the way you can, you can do what I was saying earlier, like taking it and, and making it a good experience. So don't, don't do it on your own. <laughs> oh yeah, that, that's for sure. And I, and I feel like that is a really good encapsulation uh, of a way of turning negative mm -hmm. situations into positive yeah. ones, not just from the experience of, oh, I'm taking all of this, all of these things and then uh, pulling them and making them and channel channeling them into this direction. Yeah. But also at the same time, having this as an opportunity to connect to more right. people and say, hey, you know what, like, I, I've been thinking this or I've been right. feeling this, uh, you know, do you want to engage in this conversation? Do you want to talk about it? Right. Mm -hmm. and, and there are going to be people out there that will want to engage with For you sure. because they might be feeling the same thing or they might just as, as a person, they might just want to engage and mm -hmm. help out. Uh, and help exactly. Out, right? um, and that be it friends, family, random people, like there's always someone mm -hmm. who, who will be there for you. And, and, always a way that you can you can turn something challenging into something that you reflect back on as a, as a good thing um so yeah that's my advice you know i i look back and i think of you know some difficult situations that i had and i always feel like i wish i did more to to make it a, a better you know memory or a better experience um mm -hmm. and so so for sure i feel like that's my advice <laughs> <laughs> that's very good advice especially during this time yeah yeah uh, so uh, dima i really want to thank you for being here and taking time to engage in this conversation mm -hmm. and you know just share your experience with a lot of different people absolutely so thank you for that uh thank you i really enjoyed our conversation um i hope everyone listening enjoyed as well and you know um since we're talking about connecting and, and networking and all of that mm -hmm. uh if anyone has me, you know, on any social media, LinkedIn, like feel free to to reach out if, if you're interested to chat more. I'm always happy to connect um, with new people. So, Perfect. Yeah, that, that sounds like a really good closing note. <laughs> uh, thank you very much. Thank you, Dan. And with that, we conclude this week's episode of the International Perspective Podcast.
I'm your host, Daniel Munoz, and I hope you had a wonderful time. Feel free to share this episode on social media. Find us on social media at Career Stone Cork, and I wish you all the very best in your journey.